0: Today is a call-in episode, and I think someone's early, so we're going to take the call. Good morning. This is Abby, and you are live on the Tea with Abby show. May I ask, who is calling?
1: Good morning. My name is
0: Natasha Munoz. Hi, Natasha. How are you this morning? I'm great woke up good. Hey, that's what it's all about. Uh, Well, thank you so much for calling into um, our podcast show. We have been spending the last um, several weeks uh, discussing what it's like to be um, someone starting out a venture from scratch and creating something out of nothing. And today's call-in show is to answer questions from you. Um, What is your question today? So, um,
1: like like you said, yeah, I'm starting out, this is only like about my third week with my business. Okay. But I've, I've been getting some inquiries, um, but nothing really serious. Um, so my question is, like, I want to get serious inquiries with customers who really, like, trust my work and want to make an impact on the environment because I want to do sustainable event planning. Mm. And in my area, not a lot of people are really, like, aware of that or really looking for that. So, like, I don't I'm not sure how do I target those people or those customers that really want to work with me because I don't have like an expensive portfolio
0: right so um, let me just understand your business thoroughly um, you do sustainable event planning correct yeah yeah and um, what kinds of events? So social, um, and eventually corporate. You know, cool. right now
1: I'm just doing small events, so like baby showers, birthdays, you know, just small things like that to build my portfolio. But eventually, I want to do corporate events, you know, meetings, conferences.
0: Right, right. And um, why uh, being a sustainable event planner? Why is that important to you?
1: Um, sustainability uh, recently has been a passion of mine. Like, I've really gotten into um, like. Being an environmentalist and things like that, so I really want to include that into my uh, my services because that is something I'm passionate about and something I want to spread awareness
0: about. Awesome. So, so talk to me about the um, the value proposition, right? So, um, what's what are the main reasons why people? usually go with an event planner to begin with never mind a sustainable one just like event planner to begin mm-hmm. with what's what's your major value so, props
1: so i'd say um to relieve the stress of you know getting everything together you know an event planner usually has certain like vendors or um you know key point uh key contacts for those um you know looking to create an event mm-hmm. it's just uh, an easier way I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah Go about it. yeah exactly and then and then being um sustainable uh what benefit what ve- what value uh, does your customer get from creating an event that's just sustainable not just a regular old event
1: oh yeah so we uh so with a sustainable event you create less waste mm. than, and um, we use reuse and like upcycle you know things that uh resources that I already have like you know like decorations or right. um just only materials and things like that so nothing um my goal eventually you know I've done a couple events but they weren't you know sustainability is practice <laughs> you know it's not perfect so right. I want to eventually you know use like, use decorations or materials and things that I already have or things that I can make on my own that won't really impact the environment
0: in a negative way or, you know, right? So, so, so the mm-hmm. it's not, it just doesn't, it feels good to reuse and recycle yeah. and be sustainable. And it also feels good for uh, your customer's wallet, right? Exactly, and, amazing.
1: And so, um, it makes, yeah, it makes it like consciously it's uh at least to me it's more like soothing if that makes sense I don't know if that's the right word yeah knowing that I'm using things that won't harm the environment in the future or now
0: right So, So, so that was so clear thank you so much for um answering all those questions um what I wanted yeah what I was trying to get at is um I wanted to just hear you talk about something that you're obviously very passionate about and with something like sustainability um you know the world is becoming more uh available to hear and adopt these newer concepts such as sustainable events um and so i think i think what you need to do here is tell two stories one you need to tell the story of the of the why it's important for you because people um who buy your service are connected to you they they're, they're buying it for you right um the passion that you have to create these green events if you will um that that's going to be the first reason why they're buying and then um the second reason is how you make them feel connected to the cause as well so um you know that maybe is a small educational piece in your marketing materials where you know you give them um data on how much waste uh is is produced at an event where people don't think about um how to reuse and recycle and maybe you can um provide a, a little bits of uh, micro education for them to see um okay if you put your money here um it, you we can actually do xyz with it because we're doing it in a much sustainable way so you can show them how they can save money and stretch their dollar so sure. you're gonna hook them first um through them saying oh my wallet is gonna love this and then after they start to see that benefit then they start to get connected to the emotional uh reasons behind it which is what you know you're bringing to the table at all times and that's going to get them excited and want to oh okay like I, I understand I see this um they want to get passionate about it and then I think um there's also a third piece here which is like that's a hot thing to do right now create sustainability and lean into, um, being one of the first out there to start doing this and lean into this idea that like, Hey everybody, this is the future. This is the way things are going. And like, jump on board, be a part of the change it's happening now. Don't, don't wait till everybody's having sustainable events. Like be part of this movement of taking care of our, of our, um, our home, um, But that's a really, that's a great question. Um, So in practical terms, I would say you need uh, a, like a marketing presentation for your customer that's really visual and has some data and some graphs on, um, you know, the cause and effect of having a sustainable event. And then I think you need to create and get really clear on the story you tell on the why you love to do it. Why, why you? Um. Mm -hmm. And and those are the two things that I think are going to help you start to connect to the people who say, hey, that value is something I share. I I care about this also. And I see that she cares about this so much. And together we're going to just create this unbelievable event. Um, And, yeah. And, you know, the, Yeah. (laughs) And the universe works in the way, you know, that when you start to, um, get very clear and speak about what it is that you want and you start to make materials about what you do and you start to put those things out there, the right people start to make their way towards you. I, I believe that, yes. Yeah. So, so let's see if you were, you know, you, you create all these marketing materials, um, in the first place you go to look for uh customers um like wh- where where are you finding your uh your customers right now
1: um uh, mainly just on instagram right now i just uh, that's all i have with like a business page yeah. i also like have a, another job so i try to make most you know i of course on instagram at the moment, but i wanna
0: Yeah, are making it work a
1: lot of people have told me to create a website and create Facebook and things and that like that, but I'm just right now like I've been getting some inquiries, but nothing serious because I don't I don't think people understand what I'm trying to do.
0: Yeah, well, I think I think you can accomplish what you need without a website at the moment. I think that if you have a fa- uh, you have a really great Instagram page up where you're putting content about who you are as an event planner, you're putting content out about um, s- sustainability itself. So um, all the different um, data points that you have for that. And then you're also putting out what you are creating. So whether it's packages or, um, specific things on your menu of services, right? So those are the three things you should be sharing on your platform, who you are and why you do it all about, um, The science behind what you do, essentially, right? The credibility points, um, and then your actual service itself. And if you also create some supplemental materials, when someone you're connecting with on Instagram, maybe you connected through the hashtag sustainability party or, 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 whatever hashtags are related to your industry. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, you get on the DM, you share an email and then you can email them any materials that you have created, like a menu, um, informational pamphlets. So you ca- I think you can get far, um, before you need to spend money and get a website and do all these things. I, th- I feel confident that you sound resourceful, and you sound like you've got it you you can figure this out, you know i I think having an engaging Instagram page um, mm-hmm. and connecting through people through the topics of um, recycling, sustainability, going green, searching through Instagram for these um, communities of people who are passionate about that, getting in there and just starting to talk about like, oh wow i'm I'm trying to I'm trying to find a better waste solution at my weddings and start you know you never know where people might come from they might be like oh my god my sister's getting married and she's looking for a green event planner (laughs) um, yeah (laughs) yeah was that helpful I'm I'm Yes, very
1: helpful. I was just taking notes, and I really, my, my only, this is not really an issue, but I need to get better with it, is, mm-hmm. like, Instagram, I only know, like, the basics of it. I know, like, I to see all these pages that are so nice, and, like, sure. very put together, and that's the, you know, I want to create, like, an aesthetically pleasing theme, too. <laughs> right. But I, like, I... I'm just like starting out, so I don't know what to post since I don't have like events to post or things like that. So, but but what you said like about the you know like sustainability like you know yeah like, like uh, facts or like um, data and things like that, I'm gonna look more into that actually and see. Um, that's a really good tip because I feel like people need to know like the why,
0: right? Basically. Right. And if you're still developing your menu of services, that's okay you know start small okay this is what i'm doing now and what it what does this look like it looks like um an hour-long consulting session and then i'm in person at your event whatever you call that okay so there's there's your first package and then you just start talking about who you are and why you do it all of the the uh, resources behind you that back up your why and then Mm -hmm. if you you know you kind of put it out there of like hey um instagram viewer if you believe in this too um this is what I do. This is how much it costs. This is what I can um what what service I I value. Uh what service what services you could value in me is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in and um why don't we give you a little plug on the air if you want to say your name and your business name one more time. Uh
1: Natasha Munoz and my business name is Echo is
0: amazing well thank you so much for calling in it was so fun to talk with you
1: thank you Abigail. Well, have a great
0: day you too bye. bye well 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 we got right to it that just came in like a freight train i didn't even get to give you an intro of of what was going on um today so essentially today is a call in ask some questions i have some questions here i'm expecting one more caller um but but the theme the theme is questions right? Um, because we live in uh, the world our cre- our questions create. So the things we ask, the things we go out to seek answers to, um, that's the world that we're creating around us. And I think through this journey of starting Blended Sense this year, um, we've been learning that unanswered questions aren't threats. They are challenges and catalysts. And I think we have another caller. Let's find out. Hello, hello, this is Abby, and you are on the Tea with Abby show. May I ask who's calling?
1: Hey, Abby, yes, this is Lillian Hartman calling, Capital hi. Factory Front Desk.
0: Oh, hi, Lillian, it is so great to hear from you. Yeah. I just had a a
1: quick question for you. Okay. I, yes, I was wanting to know, um, you know, how you deal with, you know, being stressed, um, being a female founder and, you know, how you deal with, you know, all the different, um, more male dominated environments that you tend to be in.
0: That is such a great question, Lily. And thank you so much. So I have to admit, I was doing a pretty bad job at this, um, In the last like six weeks specifically, I'm, I was balancing both the passion that I hustle for, which is acting. Um, and then I also, uh, teach kickboxing and, um, I also do a lot of other couple side gigs. And, um, meanwhile, we're bringing this, uh, baby to life, which is kind of a 24 hour, uh, seven days a week scenario. And, um, then i have a house and a dog and and a husband and all these things to ca- take care of um i can't even believe what it would be like if i if i had kids uh but but at the moment it's just it's just a small little family but um yeah so i was feeling super um depressed last week i'll be honest i i definitely suffer with um some mental health and uh it's constantly part of how i i i um care of myself every day and when i don't take care of myself uh, it gets too much and for me what i experience is this sort of feeling of like uh i don't have any conviction i don't have any like oh yeah i can do this i lose any sort of connection to my purpose and my why and i just feel like a big dark rain cloud um and it's frustrating because I'm still happy, I'm still excited, and I still love all the things that are going on in my life, but I just feel uh, drained. Um, so for me, the best way to cure that and the counter for it is to get physical. So when in doubt, action is the antidote to despair. Um, one of my favorite Joan Baez quotes, Um and basically, I take that literal. Uh, for me, that means I need to get moving. I need to get sweating. I have to do some meditation. I have to do yoga. I love taking Epsom salt baths. Um, I need to dance. But basically, I got to get the blood pumping, the body moving, and start to shift physically to a new space before I can mentally shift into that space. And so when it becomes too stressful, oh, <sighs> Taking a nice big deep breath and reminding myself that I didn't work out this morning, and that's probably why. It's as simple as that, and I don't need to freak out. But I also have two other founders to rely on, and I think um, that they have been a big part of managing uh, all the pieces of the puzzle going around and around and around. You know, they uh, we can rely on each other. We can uh, pick up the slack when the other person needs a bit of help, and it's wonderful for stress. <laughs> so Georgie, you now I love you guys. Ah, uh, That was so much fun. Um, Two callers. Let's see if anybody else calls in. Um, I do have some written questions in from um, a couple of our supporters. And so I think I'll answer those and then we'll see if anybody else calls. Let's go for it. Okay. So from... Okay, this question uh, is from Becky, way in the northeast, and Becky asks, "How do you plan to maintain gender equality in your workspace culture and pay?" It's a great question, and I think uh, kind of one of the reasons why I'm in here, I'm, 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 I am in the position uh, I am in, is because this is important to me, and. Um, so how, how, do we maintain gender equality in our workspace culture and pay? So first and foremost, we set out, um, to establish the values that our business is based around and equality is written right into our values. It's, um, our second, uh, value, um, empathy being first. I think having empathy as our first value, um, brings equality to our culture because, um, It's uh, the quality of listening and hearing the other person's out, hearing their thoughts and giving them full value that you give yourself. So equality is second in that um, that we are all equal in value. We are all equal in experience from wherever we have just come from, wherever, whatever walk of life where we're coming to the table to sit at. When we're seated at this table, we're all of the same value. The pendulum has been pretty far to one particular side um, of the hiring spectrum, if you will. Um, And we all know that it looks like and it sounds like and it acts like um, the same. And it's been that way for a while. And so in order to get the pendulum to eventually come to the center, we got to pull it pretty far to the other side and allow that um a natural momentum to start to take place so that it does become equal. So, while the goal is equality, um you know, let's let's call it 50-50 if we're saying it's 50 men, 50 women, um that's one way of putting it, but to me it's a, it's a much more you know, homogenous um mishmash of all kinds of um of all kinds of people. But to get it to that beautiful stew we have to uh disrupt the balance which means we have to go heavy and hard on being vocal about who we want to hire and what we stand for and what kinds of qualities that the people we hire bring in so that does mean we're going out and being very intentional about saying we are looking for um women um dps we are looking for um Uh, other kinds of people like we we need um, we're looking for um, minorities we're looking for some non-binary folk Um, we don't have any Latinas in our space we need to get some Latinas editors in here Um, and I think it's important to be vocal and intentional about saying this is the demographic we need to have in our space because they're ideas, their experiences, and what they bring to the table are going to strengthen what we're creating because we want to have a rich, um, uh, well-rounded product, right? We're not just trying to serve one kind of person. So therefore, one kind of person can't be making this. And you have to say, I need to go hire this kind of person, this kind of person, and this kind of person because I want the results of my product to attract All kinds of people, not just the same. So you have to take that pendulum. You have to bring it over here. You have to be vocal and loud about who you're bringing into your workplace and why. How do you maintain that going on? Um, And in pay, well, we have full transparency, all of our pay. It's the same um, rates, um, whether you're a man or you're a woman, whoever whoever you are. It's based off of experience and equipment. And we're transparent about it. And so everyone knows who's getting paid off of the gigs. Everyone knows um, what the rates of producers are. All producers get a particular rate. And I see this as just the beginning. Like we are uh, just tapping the surface uh, with the work that we have ahead. And I believe that this is going to be an ongoing uh, thing that we have to do. We constantly have to kind of audit our equality, if you will. Thank you, Becky, for that question. I hope I answered it. It was a bit long-winded. Um, another question from Silvana um, here at Capital Factory. She asks, when walking into a room full of investors, what is the biggest concern you have? At this point in time, the biggest concern I have is they might not be the right audience. And I say that because I'm used to auditioning. Um, I know what it's like to walk into a room full of people who are about to judge you and determine whether or not you get hired. It happens several times a week for me. I often get no's. I often get yeses. It's amazing. And those yeses indicate to me that everybody who was in the room on that day was the right mix of people. Um, but sometimes, yes, I do walk into an audition and I can sense that uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily in the space that I need to be in. And um, that... In that scenario, it's just like, I never feel that any opportunity to act is a waste. Anytime I get to do my craft, I'm, I love it. So, so maybe this is not the best analogy, but I guess in the relation to pitching and walking into investor room, um, I'm going to take that completely back because actually I'm going to change my mind. If they are not suited, that's exciting. Because then that means I have a challenge and the opportunity to now flip some of their answers and wow them and surprise them and shock them and um, take them from a place of not knowing to knowing. So my biggest concern when walking into a room full of investors would be that I have to poop or something. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Biggest concern walking into a room full of investors That I won't be understood, and uh, they won't have the opportunity to benefit from what I've created. I'm concerned for them. Yeah. Um, Another question from Capital Factory, and the final question of our podcast today um, from Marianne. She asks What was your aha? I love this question because this memory is actually pretty crystal clear for me. Uh, We had been spending several months working through some research and development for Blended Sense. We were servicing lots of different kinds of creative people, providing a ton of services on our menu, just trying to figure out, we have an idea. We know there's something here. What is it? And again, questions, 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 questions these are the catalysts of our lives when we have these unanswered um, things pulling on our heart that we have to go figure out, uh, this determines our trajectory of where we're going to go. And, it, and it's exciting to answer questions. It, it's exciting to have questions. If you don't have questions, um, it means you're not engaged. You're you're, um, you're not uncomfortable enough. You're not uh, out of your uh, skill set enough. Um you need some questions so you can create that golden space of opportunity to improve uh, or opportunity of discovery of finding an answer. So the aha moment came from this full summer of research and development, asking ourselves, what have we created? What is this thing? We don't know really how to describe it yet, but but we sense there is something there. And what we did was we sat on our bed with a whiteboard and we worked through just kind of these whys and we just kept refining them until we got clearer and clearer and clearer on this sort of proposition value statement and it was that statement that we finally went that's what blended sense is oh my god so that was our aha all right well That was another episode of Tea with Abby. Episode number nine. Can you believe it? Thank you so much to our callers uh, who called in today for your thoughtful questions and to my friends at Capital Factory. Uh, Hope you have a good one. What's our, oh, our statement sip. Can't leave without that. Statement sip today is never stop asking the questions. Have a good day. Thanks so much for watching Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned. (laughs) Smack that like button. See that like button? Smack it. Thanks so much for watching an episode of Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned with new episodes all year long. And if you wanna learn more about Blended Scents, visit us at our website, www.blendedsense.com or follow us on social at Blended Sense or at blendedsense.io. See you next week.